I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on a Cinco de Mayo Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We'll get to the Biden debt ceiling comments from today and George Soros in a second. I did want to I did want to follow up on what what Michael had to say about women and tattoos, the Ask Dr. Jesse question was about women and tattoos. And I said, I didn't mind it at all. I don't see the big deal. Kind of dig it every now and then. Chris's wife has tattoos. Michael, uh, not a tattoo fan. I, I think uh, that's probably the way I should leave it. I definitely can't relay to you verbatim what he said to me. Uh, let's see how I can put this with kids listening Michael feels, it's a personal preference, Michael feels if you have tattoos as a woman that you have uh, lived an adventurous life, lived an adventurous life. I, I don't know that I agree with that, but that's 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 how Michael feels, and we'll just leave it alone there. So there you go. So bottom line, ladies, have them, don't have them. Every guy's different. Now let's get to Joe Biden's comments from today. Because Okay, so do a couple serious things before we get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse stuff. We have a debt ceiling fight going on. We haven't talked about it a ton on the show because nothing's happened yet. What's happened right now is posturing. We are up against the debt limit. They are going to raise the debt limit again. Now, because we control the House of Representatives and the president has to negotiate with the House of Representatives, now 
he's going to have to concede some things. This happens every time there's a debt limit ceiling increase. The other side tries to get something out of the deal. He's going to have to give up something in the deal. And I don't know that Republicans are going to be able to pull it off with world-class negotiator Joe Biden out there laying down the hammer like this. They say, we're not going to, we're not going to increase the debt that every president has done for the last six million years here. I mean, never hadn't done anything but that. <laughs> so who knows how this is going to turn out. Uh, let me just temper expectations here. I talk to people in the House, in the Senate, as often as humanly possible, trying to give you as much of a skinny as I can get, all right? The skinny on the debt limit ceiling is this. We are going to get something. It won't be insignificant, but I don't want to act like it's going to be life-changing. We don't know exactly what that something is yet. I'm not trying to be coy. We don't know what it is yet realistically, you're not going to get everything, right? I mean, ideally, it'd be, hey, all of them resign or something like that. That's not going to happen, but something. Well, Chris said restock the oil reserve. Well, do you want to? And here's 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 what I mean. Here's why I bring this up. The oil uh, strategic oil reserve that Joe Biden drained. Gas prices went through the roof. The Biden administration began to panic because gas prices are a guarantee to lose elections. So they began sucking dry the strategic oil reserve. Well, Trump had filled the strategic oil reserve, and he filled it when gas prices were mega low. He unleashed American energy. Gas prices dropped. Then he used it because we have to pay for that oil that we'd use. So when prices were low, Trump very smartly, very responsibly, filled up the strategic oil reserve, petroleum reserve. Joe Biden when gas prices were sky high, drained it. Now it's at a point where it's at like a 40, 50-year low. He's, he's just absolutely sucked the grass. <laughs> he now has to fill it up again, but gas prices are still really high. We don't have the money to refill the strategic oil reserve. We just don't. And uh, Saudi Arabia came out yesterday. I don't mean to nerd out on all the details. We'll get to some other stuff in a minute. Saudi Arabia came out yesterday and said oil essentially has to be over 80, 81 bucks a barrel for them to continue to exist and stay out of debt as a nation. Saudi Arabia, one of the main oil-producing countries in the world, they have to have oil more expensive. They're going to do everything they can do to make it more expensive. It, it's one of the funny things about some of these countries. Uh, you saw this for the longest time with Libya when Gaddafi was in charge. Anyway, it's been the case for a lot of countries, Venezuela and others, where we have, we're used to America where there are so many huge parts of our economy that nothing is our economy. You know, our economy isn't oil. That's a big part of our economy, but it's not everything. Our economy isn't manufacturing. That's a big part of our, you see what I mean? But there are so many countries out there. Yes, they're, they're wealthy. They've been wealthy as the world runs on oil and gas, but oil is their economy. We think what that would be like. And right now, yeah, thank you, Chris. Right now, oil's at 71 bucks a barrel. Saudi Arabia, they have a heavy hand in this. They are going to try to drive gas prices up. They have to do that for their very existence. So how disheartening is that? For, for Saudi Arabia is trying to preserve their, them being a nation, them being a nation that can pay its bills. And so as a result, you and I are going to pay more in gas. 
But this is look, this is why this is why it's so insane to allow co- climate communists to take over your government. America should never ever 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 have to concern itself with what Saudi Arabia wants gas prices, wants a, the price of a barrel of oil to be. It should never enter our mind. We should only have to consider ourselves and our people. But because we have allowed the most despicable genocidal climate communists to take over everything, that's that's what brought us where we are today. All right, look, it's, goodness sakes, it's an hour into the show and we haven't even played it yet on a freaking Cinco de Mayo. Ay, 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 ay. I am the Frito Bandito. Yeah. Yeah, I like Frito's corn chips. I love them, I do. I want Frito's corn chips. I'll get them from you. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Frito's corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, 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 bunch of Fritos. That's my favorite Mexican song, I think, by far. By far my favorite Mexican song. All right. I, I do want to get to this before I get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse question. Someone wants to talk about the FBI and the ATF and the Branch Davidians and things like that. I just want to remind everyone that John Fetterman, Senator Cucumber, he chose to run for senator. He chose that. And while he was running for senator, he had a major stroke. Strokes are a huge deal. You probably have had your life affected by them in one way or not. You've lost a relative or had a relative greatly affected by strokes. Very scary. Very big deal. He had a major one. If you have a major enough one, it will damage your brain. John Fetterman got brain damage during the campaign. He was so power hungry. Him and his witch of a wife were so power hungry. He just chose to keep campaigning anyway. And now we're treated to these soft emotional interviews like this one he did with joe scarborough you've said that your toughest time was after you got elected to the senate which most people would think hey (laughs) that should have been one of the great moments of his life but that's when your world started to collapse can you explain that struggle and explain it to people who may not understand when it's happening yeah, no, that, that's that's what's so insidious about the depression. The, the depression, you know, you might win, and you still feels like you lose. You know, actually, I laid there, <laughs> I laid there and, and watched this hurt my own children because they were confused because they thought just because you won, you know why? Yeah, okay, I got it, I got it, got it. You know what I'm not going to do, and maybe it's just because I'm a bad person. I don't know. You know what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to allow you to run for office as a United States senator, win the Senate in a state I adore because so much family and stuff like that from Pennsylvania. You ran for office when you shouldn't. You won and you shouldn't. I'm not going to allow this public relations campaign you're doing where you're trying to build a shield around yourself because you now have depression I'm not going to allow that. You're not getting away with that with me, Senator Cucumber. You are welcome to give him that sympathy. I'm giving him zero sympathy. I'm tired of people who have half-functioning brains being so power-hungry they can't stop themselves from running for office. If you're too depressed or too stroked out, kindly resign one of the only 100 Senate positions on the planet and leave so we can have some people in government who actually know how to speak. (laughs) 
I don't feel bad at all for you. If you're sad, you're depressed, then retire and go get some treatment, which you should be getting anyway because your brain is melted goo. Is that bad? Is that mean? Was that mean? I'm tired of it. I'm, t- I'm tired of you power-hungry people getting in office and then trying to get for my sympathy. Sorry, I'm fresh out. I just checked my sympathy meter. Oh, look at that. It's all empty. It's all empty. All right. We'll get to the Soros stuff this hour. Someone wants to talk about the Branch Davidians next, the FBI, the ATF. Why did they do what they do? All that and so much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. Before we get to any of that, let us get to our own health. Because we are, we are never going to save the country if we are weak. We cannot. We have a long, hard struggle ahead of us. But we're going to have fun. We're going to laugh. But we can't be low T, fellas. We can't. And a lot of that stuff is unavoidable now. I know we're working out more, aren't we? We're drinking more water, getting good sleep. But you can't stop the fact there's estrogen in your water. You shower in it. It's in the plastics. It's in everywhere. Get on a chalk male vitality stack. Take it for 90 days. And then you tell me how you feel. Email in and tell me how you feel. The, how you feel is so palpably different, you'll get hooked. I've been on mine, gosh, it's probably been a year now. Oh, my gosh, I feel outstanding. Ladies, they have a female vitality stack. Don't think you are left out. And they're 35% off subscriptions. Get a subscription so you don't have to reorder for full price every month. com promo code JESSE. We'll be back. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I do kind of feel bad for the people who are listening right now via podcast, which is like half the audience because they cut the freaking music out of the podcast. Don't get me started. But anyway, you're missing all the Mexican music tonight. If you're missing it, you should just understand. We are Buenos Tardising our way through a world famous Jesse Kelly Show on Cinco de Mayo. And you can email during the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday here because I still got a stack of these bad boys. Wordsmith Jesse, I fully submit your uh, conquest to kill the use of the word literally. I believe this makes you a modern-day abolitionist. It does, Chris. Yes, it what? But to my question, watched a docu- documentary recently about Waco and the Branch Davidians When this happened, I was a college student focused on other things and did not give much thought. As a uh, cultist goes down in flames, no big deal. Looking back on it now, you can see the heavy hand of the FBI and ATF in its early stages. How much of what we were fed about the incident is lies? What's the truth? What caused them to storm the compound? So on and so forth. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. All right. Here's the thing. Let's all right, let's let's have a discussion about law enforcement. Because unsurprisingly, I'm friends with a lot of cops. I just get along well with a lot of cops. It's these are they're my people. I get along well with them. And there's something about law enforcement. The people who go into it, the men who go into law enforcement, oftentimes they're exactly the type of guy you want to go into law enforcement, but they're action guys. They are. That's why you have so many veterans going into law enforcement. I was texting with one of uh, my buddies I was in the Marines with last night. 
He's actually just about to do, finish his 20 years as a state trooper in Indiana. Law enfor- so many of my buddies went into law enforcement. One of my good buddies, Behar, immediately went, um, San Bernardino went into law enforcement. Actually, God rest his soul. He got shot in some horrible hostage situation. It was awful. He got killed, but, but so many of my buddies went into law enforcement. Why would, why? Well, they were Marines. They're action guys. And when the action's done, you want more action. For a dude, this can be hard for women to understand sometimes. For a dude, if you like the action, you like the action. And you like the mission with the action. Men are inherently, we are born this way. Men love a mission. I'm not saying women aren't born that way, but we love a mission and we want to be, men are born to be, that's probably a stupid way to put it, but I'm stupid, so I'll say it anyway. More Men are born to be heroes or want to be heroes. That's just what we do. That's, why do you love Medal of Honor Monday? Why do I love it? You read the, these jaw-dropping stories and you think, man, I could never do that. I would never do that, but that'd be cool if I could. What a legend. What a hero. That's what we think. So, on, 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 you know I'm not an FBI fan, obviously. And the AT, neither of the organizations should even exist, so it's going to sound like I'm defending them, and I'm not defending anything that happened there. But what happens is this. If you get a case like this, you're the FBI, you're the ATF, and you roll out there, and think, I want you to think about it this way. Set aside your hatred. I'll set aside my hatred of the FBI and ATF for a moment. But let's just say you're an action guy. You're out there. You've got, you've got wiretaps into place. You're listening in on conversations. Aren't, isn't that already cool? Isn't it already cool? You've got this organization out there and you're tapped in and you're one of the government guys. You got your bulletproof vest on and you, you're one of the good guys, of course, because that's how you see yourself and the people inside are the bad guys. And I'm a good guy and I'm going to take down a bad guy. And let's say the local sheriff, which is true in this case, came to you and said, hey, you don't have to storm anything if you want David Koresh. I mean, I'll just give him to you. I'm sure he'll probably just turn himself in if I ask him to. It's not a big deal. And they said, no, we're not interested. We're good. Why? Why would you make that call? Well, on top of a bunch of other things, if you're an action guy, Where's the action and doing all that and mobilizing it? We're set up and the wiretaps only to have the guy just come and hand himself over to you. You want to kick in the door. You do. You want the adrenaline rush of kicking in the door. That's why they do what they do. And that's why they'll do unbelievably tone deaf things like the ATF standing on the ashes of burned children and taking pictures like it's family photo night. And as recently as I think it was last year, after 28 children were burned alive, the ATF was still putting up those pictures bragging about what they had done. So tone deaf. But that's that that can happen to you if you're an action guy. Look, I was a, a military cop for six months. They remember I told you they made me go be a cop in the Marine Corps. It's called the Provost Marshal's Office. Then... I was known as you'd want me there if there was a big fight. Why? I liked the action. I wanted to be there. I wanted to go in and mix it up. When I'm putting on the uniform, I would, hey, let's go. Let's go hammer somebody. Let's go rock and roll. It's, it's part of the job and it can be a bad part of the job for sure. Dear Pink Flower, I've previously written to you in the past as you obfuscate <laughs> the true handicap of left handedness. Anyway, he goes on, but I don't, he said, my real question, I saw a U.S. aircraft carrier flying both the American and Ukrainian flag. I don't want to start a debate on it, 
Why would anyone, even a dumb Biden administration, would stake the nation's credibility on another sovereign nation? I would understand why a religious flag, but not a sovereign flag. No names, please. And thank you to Rough Greens. Our German shepherd has no digestive issues. Listen, thank you. Okay, why the Ukrainian flag? Let's let's dig into that. And by the way, yes, Rough Greens. I told you my dog used to have digestive problems every meal. But it's more than digestive problems. When you start giving your dog vitamins and minerals, probiotics, digestive enzymes, omega oils, stuff your dog doesn't get from his dog food because all dog food is dead. Once you start giving your dog that, you might be stunned at the difference you see in your dog. Is your dog lethargic, too lethargic? What if your dog comes alive? Is your dog hyperactive? What if your dog tones it down? What if those joint problems go away? Eyesight gets you. You can't imagine the difference you will see in your dog when you introduce him to nutrition for the first time ever. A nutritional supplement, all natural, pour it on their food. Watch your dog come alive. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse. What you'll find there is a free jumpstart trial bag. All you pay for is the shipping. Roughgreens.com slash jesse. Or you can call them. 833-33-MY-DOG. 833-33-MY-DOG. We're about to have a long, hard talk about this Ukraine stuff. Why Ukraine? There's actually a lot more to this mentality. I'll explain in a second. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I'll get to the Soros stuff after this. Just a, just a real quick George Soros story. But someone was asking about a Ukraine flag flying with the American flag on an aircraft carrier. Why the Ukraine stuff? Why the Ukraine stuff? Okay, well, let's let's deal with one thing right off the bat. We've already talked extensively on the show about the military-industrial complex and how it works and how there's just a gigantic sum of money in war. Wars are majorly expensive, so people have figured out how to majorly profit off of them. And so the elites work with the defense contractors who work with the generals, and 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 this is both foreign and domestic. And they have just figured out this gigantic racket where your son or daughter will go die and they will get to line their pockets. Set that aside, though. Set that Because that's a huge part of it. It is. But set that aside. Why, why are there George Floyd statues across America? Not just in Minneapolis. I think we have one in Houston, don't we, Chris? I'm pretty sure we have one in Houston. I know there's one in New York City. There, where, what, Michael? Oh, yeah, we have a mural. Yeah, that's right. We have a mural. There's a there's one in New York City. There, why are there George Floyd statues? Why? Well, here's why. The communists are really, really, really good at something. Really, very, very good at something. They're good at creating deities, oftentimes out of nowhere, out of nothing. They will create a deity. Now, what does that do? When you create a deity, you can get people to focus on that and essentially worship that. And when you get somebody to focus on something and worship something, inevitably you will get them to sacrifice something in the name of the deity. And the communist wants you to sacrifice things. He needs you to give things up. He hates you. 
He hates your freedoms. He hates the things you have. He hates everything about you, and he needs you to give some of those things up. He needs you to give some of them up willingly. And he, he has to do a bunch of different things to make you do that. But And one of the things he will do is create a deity for you. I remember, I remember this in the wake of the George Floyd thing. Let me tell you how this works. This is part of the reason this is so effective and part of the reason they do this so well. And I'll tie it back to Ukraine in a second. Stay with me. I remember in the wake of George Floyd dying because the video looked horrible, right? Here, you know what I remember? I don't remember all the Black Lives Matter Antifa protests. I mean, I remember them, but that's not what sticks out to me. You know, want to know what really stuck out to me big time? Friends of mine on the right, pundits, politicians, not just the Mitt Romney types, they couldn't wait to run to the microphone and talk about, oh, we are kind of racist. Yeah, the cops are, the cops are pretty racist. Hey, like I was talking to my black friends and the, the cops, are, they couldn't wait to kind of go out and pay homage to the new deity. Trump himself, and the, Trump, remember Trump was president in the wake of George Floyd's death? And all those riots were burning down cities. You may not remember it, but I do. It took a month for Trump to mention Black Lives Matter. Every press conference he gave, it was Antifa. Well, we got to stop Antifa. Antifa. Well, Black Lives Matter was marching right alongside Antifa, burning everything down. What were they doing? Why? Why that hesitation? Well, because there's a God there. There's God Floyd. And you need to make sacrifices, including sacrificing truth sacrificing things you know to be true for the new religion. So they hold these symbols up. They will constantly create new ones out of nowhere to get people to sacrifice freedoms, sacrifice truth, shut up about things. It's what they do. The communist does it very, very well, bringing us back to Ukraine. Ukraine, Russia is... It's an awful situation. It's a freaking meat grinder with young men on both sides dying, families in Ukraine losing their home. It's an awful, awful thing. It's a horrible thing. And there's all kinds of history there, obviously, between Russia and Ukraine, and they owned and they owned and then they owned, and it's just a long, long history there. Setting that aside, they got half the United States of America to go out there and sing the praises of a nation most Americans could not find on a map. What percentage of Americans, if you handed them a blank map of Europe, could boop, put their finger right down on Ukraine? I would argue that number is under 10%, and it's probably under 5%. In fact, look, I'm not pointing fingers. I don't think I could. I mean, maybe I could now after this whole thing, but I probably couldn't beforehand. And yet, you have half the nation singing its praise, and then the other half, the GOP half, not only singing its praise, they're half singing its praise, but they're they're too afraid to ever raise any significant criticism of it. So what you've done, you've created this new deity. And because you've created this new deity that the right is afraid to criticize and the left worships, you're getting people to sacrifice things. We are being smashed with inflation and interest rates. We're staring a debt ceiling crisis in the face. Americans are draining their savings, racking up credit card debt. We have a financial tidal wave about to wash over this country. And yet the Senate just recently passed a brand new expensive package for Ukraine that passed 99 to 1. Why? Well, 
God asked. And if God asked, who can say no? The communist is really good at creating new deities whenever they can find them. They'll, they'll find them. They'll see an opportunity. They will take advantage of the weak, stupid, pathetic nature of the right, and they will create a deity, and they will get sacrifices. Because that's really all religions, isn't it? Including the one, whatever one you believe in. Don't they all demand some form of sacrifice? Chris, you go to synagogue on Saturday? Would you rather do other things on a Saturday? Of course you'd rather. Now, I know you enjoy synagogue, but there are other things you could be doing. It's a sacrifice. You go in. I tithe at church. I have to give. I, I believe I am required to give 10% of what I make to back to Christ. It's always money. I So I take 10% of what I make, and I tithe. That's a sacrifice, is it not? 10% of your income, giving it back. Why do I do that? Because my God tells me to do that. So I do that. That's what they do. You always have to look at these people in a religious way. And that's why it's very, it can, it can be, I shouldn't say it is, it can be very difficult for non-religious people to understand how the communist thinks because the communist is religious. Now, that's not universal. My buddy uh, James Lindsay is one of the best anti-communists I know and understands how these people think a lot. And he's a card-carrying atheist, one of these dyed-in-the-wool atheists. So you can, but it is difficult if you ha if you don't have a belief system it is difficult to understand he does. The communist does. It is not an ideology. It is a religion. He is a religious zealot. Until you understand him that way, you'll never understand him at all. All right. Somebody wants to serve his nation. Not sure about the Marine Corps. Let's have a talk about that. We have, ooh, somebody just had an anti-communist baby. And Trump's town hall and Trump's... Uh, social issues. Let's discuss that. I, th I think Team Trump is doing something very smart right now. Um, n possibly, I disagree, but I think I know what he's doing. We'll discuss all this still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's discuss your shooting first, though. Let's discuss the fact that shooting, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as trained and done. Ah, oh, finally, trained up with my weapon. I'm done. The best shooters I know, and I am not one of them, but I know some really, really good shooters. The best shooters I know, you know what's wild? They can outshoot me with their eyes closed all day long, right-handed, left-handed, prone, kneeling from cover. All day long, they can outshoot me. And when you get with these guys, it's wild. They never brag. All they talk about is how frustrated they are with themselves. Oh, man, freaking shots were off today. Oh, man, I'm pushing that a little bit when I go left-handed and I'm looking at their groups and their groups are like these, like these two-inch groups. I'm thinking, yeah, man, you suck. I must suck to suck. Mine were perfect. But they understand there's no such thing as too trained. And that quarter inch might be the difference between him being gone and your wife burying you. Mantis X is how we train. 90% of your training should be dry fire training. What do the Green Berets use? I want to shoot, I want to shoot like a Green Beret. They use Mantis X. I want to shoot like a Marine. They use Mantis X. Dry fire practice in the comfort of your home. Whether you're a beginner, it's great for beginners because there's no pressure. It's just you in the house or whether you're super experienced. Mantis X will get you good. Go to mantisx.com and get one today. All right. Mantisx.com. 
We'll be back. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly show. Okay, I've got a problem. I need. I got a problem. I know it's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, and I'm supposed to be answering your questions, but I got an issue. So, you know, that song made me think of this, and I'll get back to the, the Ask Dr. Jesse questions in a second, but you know, I'm not musical. Remember the whole band thing, deleterious consequences? That was just a gag. I can't sing at all, and I can't play any instruments. I cannot dance. The wife says it's like wrestling with a grizzly bear. Bear. I can't draw. Even my handwriting's bad. If you saw my handwriting, you'd made fun. Of, you'd make fun of me for it. I guess many of you will because of the whole book thing. But either way, ah. Uh, so the wife broke something to me, and last night, night before, and I'm not sure what to do about it. She told me she wants to start learning how to play the guitar. Now. She is, okay, Chris just nodded like it was no big deal. All right, now, listen, she's extremely musical. She's, she was a gymnast, as you know. She's always singing and dancing. It's a running gag in the house. Me and the boys will just look and roll our eyes when some girly song comes on and she blasts it and starts singing. But she's going to start learning how to play the guitar. Um, I kind of feel like it would be unmanly if my wife knows how to play the guitar and I don't know how to play the guitar. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. Picture this. Picture this. Okay. Uh, Christmas time. Let's say it's Christmas time. Right? Got a bunch of family in town. We're, we're gathering around the tree. We read our Bible story. We open the gifts. We're sipping hot chocolate and, and watching the kids disappear with their toys because that's what they do now when they're old enough. And the wife goes and gets her guitar and pulls it out and starts playing guitar. I'm sitting there with nothing at all. Do you see what I'm saying now, fellas? Doesn't this look different? What, Chris? Just play the triangle? Oh, that's even somehow worse. Or or the, or the or the tambourine. I'll just bust out the tambourine and start banging it on my hands or something like that. Michael, what say you? Just say, I can't sing. Just sing. I can't sing. How am I supposed to? I, I, no, she won't stop playing. She'll mock me openly about how bad my singing is and ask me to stop. I feel like it's unmanly if she can play the guitar and I can't. Do I need to try to learn how to play the guitar? Do you think that's something I'll even be able to do? I don't think that's something I'll... Chris, that's not very nice. I might be able to do it. You don't know. I might. I can do I can, I can do stuff. I play the air guitar. Play the air, been playing the air guitar for years. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. All right, I'm torn. You know what I'm not torn about? You need to switch your cell phone company, and now the clock is ticking. And here's what I mean, the clock is ticking. One, you know how I've been telling you about Pure Talk, and when you switch now, you save an extra 50% off your first month? Yeah, that's about to go bye-bye. That's one. Two, it is May 5th. Cinco de Mayo, as we all know Buenas here on the show. Tardes. May 5th. I don't know how many days are in May because I don't do research for the show. But I do know this. June is coming. June is Pride Month. If you have Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, by the time Pride Month rolls around, I promise you you're going to see advertising that you paid for that will make you regret it. I've had all three before, so I can't point fingers, but 
I'm so sick of funding all that crap. Switch to Pure Talk, man. Same 5G network. An American company that loves the country. While, while Verizon's focusing on Pride Month, Pure Talk's going to be focusing on veteran suicides. Which do you feel like funding? Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. It takes 10 minutes on the phone. You don't even have to switch your phone or your number. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Let's get back to the question. Oh, wait, wait, I have to play this again first. I'm sorry, I played it earlier in the week. It's still so daggone funny, it brings me to tears. A councilman is coming out as transgender and a woman of color. Delaware County Councilman Ryan Webb announced that he now identifies as an Indian American woman. Since that announcement, he's received some support, but a lot of backlash, many calling him childish, despicable, even calling for things like execution. In a statement Webb gave to ITMate, he says, quote, it is unfortunate that I cannot simply be given the same space and respect to explore my identity that so many of those targeting me demand for themselves. It's possible I may change my mind down the road. The process of identity exploration is complex, and oftentimes, at the end of our personal journey, we end right back where we started. Webb goes on to tell IT Mate, this is just his true, authentic self. I love this guy so much. I've never even met him. I've got to have a beer with this guy. If the book tour takes us to Indiana, we're tracking down this guy with a beer, or for a beer. Jesse, I'm in high school. I've been talking with the Marine recruiter about enlisting, says I want to join the infantry after graduation but there's a problem i have poor eyesight and i'm worried i might not be able to enlist if worst comes to worst and i can't enlist what is your opinion what in your opinion is the next best thing i can do to serve my country says i'm 15 and the only applicable skill i have is i can weld okay one let's dial down the only applicable skill you can weld at 15 kid you're doing just fine you're doing just fine. It's a lot more skills than most kids have at 15. That's one. Two. Listen. God did not make you the way he made you with your eyes by accident. That was on purpose. You have the eyes you're supposed to have. If your eyes prevent you from joining the Marine Corps, and they may, if they do, there are many, many ways you can serve your country. There are outstanding sheriff's departments you can join, possibly, although your eyes may hurt you. Uh, stay away from drugs. kid. I, all kids, stay away from drugs. But any drug history at all can hurt you if you're looking for a future in law enforcement. So keep that in mind when your buddies try to hand you a joint at a party. Kindly decline and leave, please. So stay away from drugs. Law enforcement is a great option for you. Stay away from big city law enforcement, smaller towns, suburban areas, sheriff's department, Wake up with a purpose every single day. State troopers are awesome. Wake up with a purpose. Go fight bad guys. Now, let's say your eyes hurt you there. Possibly fire departments. Fire departments are, one, they're awesome environments. You ever go hang out at a firehouse if you ever get invited to? And I get invited to do that from time to time. Gosh, those guys are a freaking blast. You can stay in shape. You will be doing the Lord's work out there saving people, doing brave things. That's a way to serve your country and save your country. Now, let's just say your eyes are super crap and you're not allowed to do any of that. No law enforcement, no fire department, no Marines. Listen to me, everyone, listen. One of, if not the most patriotic things you can do right now to serve your country is to get married, stay married, and make babies. 
that sounds dumb or like I'm just trying to make you feel better or something. It's not. It's everything. Yeah, that's a good point, Chris. Run for local office. Local office, great. There are serve your serve your country politically. We make fun of politicians on this show because mostly they're trash. But local politicians can be awesome. Local politics can be great. Make a difference. Serve your country in that way. If the Marines say no, and they might, you are far from being out of the fight. All right, all right. We still have. Gosh, we have another hour, don't we, Chris? Gosh, I'll be spectacular. Let's talk about this Soros stuff real quick and then the Trump stuff. Hang on. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.